raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. A lot of football and basketball to talk about this weekend, especially tonight. Regional championships going on around the state. Right now, though, the man is going to give you all of those scores throughout the night. He's the star of our show. It's Network Indiana's Eddie Garrison. Thank you, Coach Lovell. It's a pleasure to be with you and Elijah Robertson tonight on a regional championship Friday night for the IHSAA football season we've had some games go final already in class 6a westfield and hamilton southeastern 24 21 is the final westfield will move on they defeat the royals 24 to 21 center grove pitches a shutout over warren central 14 to nothing that is all in terms of class 6a scores that have gone final right now on our page on twitter at ind sports talk devon slaughter for cathedral catch of the year curtis of Kyle Nenrep go to our Twitter page to go see that terrific catch by Devon Slaughter late in the fourth quarter in Cathedral Ben Davis. Class 5A one final score already and it's a 34 point margin. Decatur Central all over Whiteland. The Hawks talk to Warriors 41 to 7. Moving down to Class 4A two final scores. New Pal all over Mooresville 39 to 6. Leo Holds Mississinawa to one touchdown as they win 41-7. And in Class 3A, Shatar defeats Delta 35-6. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven the number two savelives.org. What a weekend. What a week. I mean, seriously, what a weekend. I love this. If you don't love this time of year, there's really something wrong. Because we have high school football tonight, college football tomorrow, uh, Colts in action on sometime this weekend. They're 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 on jets or wherever. We've got college basketball. We have girls basketball. Um, Pacers basketball. All this going on right now. What a perfect time of year. So tonight, we're going to spend some time, a lot of time, talking about regional championships around the state. Eddie's already given you some of those scores. Eddie, updates? Any more updates? So what's what's going on? I'm looking at scores, and your Decatur Central Hawks are looking good right now. Uh, that one has gone final 41-7, so it's been, it was a good day. To be the Decatur Central Hawk, uh, New Pal just uh, obliterated Mooresville thirty-nine to six. Ben Davis mm. and Cathedral, they are tied at twenty-four. Uh, oh. Ben Davis has the ball right now at Cathedral's mi- around midfield. Uh, less than five minutes to go. I'm trying to get back to the pin score. I just retweeted that on our Twitter page at IND Sports Talk. Uh, Penn and Crown Point, 27-20. Crown Point is leading Penn right now, and that's under nine minutes to go in the fourth mm. quarter. Man, oh, man. And another perfect night to play. What in the world? Yes. Didn't we Didn't we used to have bad weather during during the fall? Is that or, or – 
Have I been here too long? I thought we had bad weather during the fall. I guess the one gripe uh, you can make right now, it's a little chilly. Like, for example, out at Brownsburg, the wind chill is negative 12 in that Cathedral-Brownsburg matchup. So it is a little, oh, little chilly oh, out there. Oh, yeah, but you're a football player, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on. Does oh, that yeah. matter? No. All right. We got football tomorrow now. I mean, we have we have bell games. We got, we got a couple of them being played tomorrow. The 129th meeting between Wabash and DePaul. Uh, they haven't competed 129 years for the bell, but the Monon Bell is the prize. It's uh, Wabash uh, is at DePaul tomorrow. Um, we're going to spend some time tomorrow night, obviously, talking about that game. Greg Rakestraw, who will be with us later on tonight, has the call on the ISC network. That's a 12 o'clock. Excuse me. I'm not sure that's that's a one. I'm not sure what time that starts. Uh, the other bell game going on is called the Victory Bell. This is the 93rd time that Franklin and Hanover have played for this. Um, it's uh, Hanover is hosting that game tomorrow. Also tomorrow in college football, I use at Illinois. And who, Eddie, Hoosiers run the table. They get a chance to be in a bowl, right? Yes, correct. They have to win out. Got to win tomorrow, obviously. Uh, against uh, this, this should this could be a very interesting game. Very I interesting think, is the right frankly. way to put it. Yeah, um, two uh, teams, two teams of- that have yeah. They've struggled, to say the least, but uh, that's why it shapes up to be a very interesting matchup. Yeah, I was going to say two teams that have struggled offensively this year, but although Indiana has seemed to figure it out a little bit on that end, Illinois just hasn't been able to get anything going offensively. The Hoosiers, it all really comes down to uh, will Brendan Soresby take care of the football because, Mm -hmm. as you know, Coach, if you're playing against a team that struggles offensively, you can't give them any sort of momentum or any sort of short field. you got to force them to go down the field and earn it. So. That's what Indiana will have to do, and right now they're one and five of the Big Ten. Illinois two and four. Both these teams are have eyes on the prize in terms of bowl eligibility. Illinois two wins away, Indiana three, and they have to face Purdue in a couple of weeks, and uh, they get Michigan State next week. Right. So three right. really good opportunities for Tom Allen to potentially get back to bowl. Yeah, speaking of Purdue, they uh, are hosting Minnesota tomorrow afternoon at 3.30. Another interesting matchup because of two teams that haven't had great seasons. Yeah, you would like to see some sort of uh, positive on the offensive side of the football for Purdue, but I know they've been plagued a lot with injuries this year, too, Mm -hmm. so it's been really hard to get a gauge on where Ryan Walters has the program going just because you bring in a transfer quarterback and Hudson Carr. Devin Maccabee has been there, but they haven't utilized him in the way that he was utilized last season. Tyrone Tracy Jr. has been in a constant involvement in the passing game and in the running game when he's been on the field for the Boilermakers, but a lot of that starts with the offense right now for Purdue because Hudson Card only nine passing touchdowns to eight interceptions and he's been sacked Mm. 19 Mm -hmm. times this year so if they can get some offense going against a very very stout defense for Minnesota at home tomorrow afternoon that'll be huge Eddie Garrison coming up in a few minutes with a scoreboard update Eddie thanks I look forward to spending all night with you tonight thank you Speaking of which, let's take a short break. We'll come back, talk some more football on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. 
Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, their important website, driven to save lives.org. That time of year, I'm making that transition from football into basketball soon. Girls basketball in, in uh, really into the swing of it. A very busy and, and competitive week and weekend. Boys basketball practicing. They'll be starting, obviously, right around Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving also the time, as we all know, when we play the football championships and they're battling it out around the state now and the regionals. All right, Eddie, and, and to step on your upcoming uh, scoreboard update, what's give me some updates on some scores going on right now. What's happening with, with Ben Davis and Cathedral? Uh, still tied at 24. I haven't seen any score update on that one. That's still in the later stages of the fourth quarter. Uh, I don't know if Ben Davis's drive has come to an end yet. Uh, they just scored a field goal. So Ben Davis is up 27-24, 2.38 left on the clock, and Cathedral about to take over on offense. Wow. Well, you knew it would be a great game. So mm-hmm. that's exactly what's going on. Any other uh, any other notable games stand out to you as you look at what you have score-wise? Trying to find an update on the crown point and pin game because that one is – that was close. The last time right. I saw it was a seven-point game uh, with pin trailing crown point. So as soon as I can find something, I'll let you know. You're the man, Eddie Garrison. With us every 15 minutes, scoreboard update, man. Rob Blackman joins me. Pretty Boilermakers in action tonight. We're, it's that time of year. Rob Blackman, it's that time of year where I get to talk about football, basketball. Moorhead State at Mackey tonight. Give me an update. What's the score for the Boilers? 87-57. Boilermakers moved to 2-0 on the season. Uh, probably the most impressive statistic of the game, Braden Smith, 11 points, 11 assists, and eight rebounds. He was Yikes. just two rebounds away. Yeah, two rebounds away from the second, second ever triple double in the history of Purdue basketball. Well, I think we all know uh, who they are, <laughs> what they are. Uh, I mean, I think collectively, the state of Indiana is waiting. We're, we're already going. Okay, let, let's. You guys are good. We know that. Can we get to March and, and see how things are going? <laughs> and, and I think that's one of Matt's biggest problems: is make sure his kids stay focused because um, they're that good. Yeah, and he talked about this in the preseason workouts when he said, uh, basically, hey, you, you don't get to just go back to March and start from there. You, you have to have to earn your way back. You have to earn your way to a Big Ten championship. Have to earn your way to a number one seed. Have to earn your way to being ranked number one in the country. You don't just you don't get to just get to go back and start where you left off. So, the good news is, uh, you know, a lot of guys return on this ball club. Eighty-four percent of its scoring, eighty-four percent right. of its rebounding. 87% of its assists. I mean, basically, you have the entire team back, plus the addition of some pretty impressive freshmen and, and a grad student in Lance Jones, who's been really good so far early in the year. So, But, yes, the the, the rest of that team that were a part of that, uh, that very, very difficult loss. Raise a spoon to Grandma. 
who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Last year to Fairley Dickinson, uh, I think they wish they probably could just fast forward to March, but uh, we got a lot of work to do between now and then. You know, one of the things, obviously, is uh, experience is a great thing. Sometimes it, it, uh, it's hard to motivate, which you've talked about and addressed. And I'm sure Matt has no problem getting into everybody if they need it. But this is a team that defends well. Uh, I think probably Matt would tell you that they, they are capable of defending better than they did at times last year. The big issue I think they have is that consistency of just knocking down jump shots. Yeah, and that was a real, you know, you look back at last year, Bob, Purdue was a 32% three-point shooting team. Right. Um, and just not good. Uh, hey, Rob. That skill Rob, level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rob, let me be rude and interrupt you. I need you to hang on through this scoreboard update, and we'll talk a little more basketball and football if you don't mind. Okay, I'll be right here. All right. Rob Blackman and I'll come back after this scoreboard update on Indiana Sports Talk. <laughs> With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update, I'm Eddie Garrison. An update between Penn and Crown Point. 34-33 is the score. Less than six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And Crown Point is holding on to a one-point lead right now as that one is in the final stages of the fourth quarter. Some other college basketball scores that are going on right now. Of course, Rob Blackman in the process of recapping Purdue's 87-57 victory over Moorhead State. Purdue on Monday will take on Xavier. That'll be their next contest. That's an 8.30 tip from Mackey Arena. That'll air on Fox Sports 1 Eastern Time. In top 25 action, the Indiana State Sycamores are taking on the Alabama Emma Crimson tie. They are 24th in college basketball. They're down 13, 80 to 67. They were outscored by 11 in the first half, only two so far in the second half with less than nine minutes to go. The Butler Bulldogs are taking on Southeast Missouri State. They're in the second half and the dogs are up 57 to 25 at intermission. They led 55 to 21. Butler looking to go 2-0 to start their season. And the IEPUI Jaguars, they picked up a win to start the college basketball season earlier this week. They're trailing Valparaiso right now. That is in the late stages of the first half. About 30 seconds left in that one. 25-21 Beacons leading the IEPUI Jaguars. Some other scores in high school football regional action that have gone final. Class 2A Fort Wayne Lures defeats Bluffton 15-7. And in Class 1A Sheridan edges out North Decatur 24-20. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Purdue over Moorhead State tonight, 87-57. The voice of the Boilermakers, Rob Blackman, rejoins us. Sorry to cut you off there uh, before the scoreboard update. We're talking about basketball, talking about Boilers, uh, shooting the ball well, playing well defensively. A lot of people get in. You get a chance to see a lot of guys, aside from the the great night that – Braden Smith has. Who else stood out in your mind tonight, Rob? Well, stop the presses, but Zach Eady played well tonight. Uh, Who's that? New, is there a new guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, 18 points, eight rebounds, uh, three block shots. T- kind of a typical uh, Zach Eady kind of a night. Right. Probably right. most 
probably the, the most impressive thing he probably did tonight. And he does this to a lot of mid-major teams. He got the other team starting center in early foul trouble. Miami, mm. uh, mm-hmm. who's the the six nine center for Moorhead State, uh, had three fouls within the first. I mean, just was never a factor. Uh, and again, we see that a lot, especially when we play teams out of the mid-major level. They just they're just not used to trying to handle the guy right, the size right. of that idiot. Ends up ends up being uh, in a lot of foul trouble uh, early and often. So, uh, so that was, you know what? Purdue shot free throws well tonight. Uh, started the game eleven of eleven at the foul line. Uh, didn't shoot the three necessarily great early. Purdue was two of twelve. Uh, about midway through the second half and then really kind of put it together towards the end and ended up making six of their final 11 threes. So uh, that was nice to see. It's interesting, Bob, before the commercial break, we were talking about three-point shooting and and really what a detriment it was for last year's team. Purdue was a 32% three-point shooting team last year. Matt Painter has said many times that the team's skill level last year uh, was not reflective of their three-point shooting. They should have been a much better three-point shooting team than they were when you consider their three-point. Uh, when pardon me, when you consider their right. skill level, well, much better, much better returns at least early this season. Purdue was 55% from three in the first game Monday night against Sanford. 36% tonight from three against Moorhead State. So hopefully, hopefully that number maybe is going to become a more realistic 37, 38, 39%. If Purdue can get to around 38 and 39%, Bob, they are, with, with Zach Eady in the low post, they're going to be awfully, awfully tough to beat. I don't care who they're playing in the nation. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And, and again, I think it's that um, consistency of being able to knock down shots, not, and I mean collectively, uh, with their, their, their perimeter guys. Uh, I think they, you know, their post play is probably under control right now. And that's why you know, they're going to continue to get challenged by people. You're going to see every conceivable defensive approach there is right now. You saw it last year. You'll see it again this year, how you're going to try to defend Zach Eady. Yeah, and we saw it, and we've now seen it in these first two games where really the, uh, the emphasis of the opponent defensively is put three or four guys around Zach and just dare other guys to try to beat you shooting jump shots. And in the first two weeks of the season, albeit against inferior competition, right, Purdue's been right. able to survive playing that type of uh, that type of offense. So, but it will, you know, it's going to get ramped up Monday night when Xavier comes to Nike yeah. Arena. Uh, the mid-major games will be over. Uh, Xavier obviously is a high-major opponent mm-hmm. with a whole lot of skill and a whole really well-coached group. So, it'll be interesting to see how Purdue handles uh, from an offensive standpoint, because I can assume Coach Miller will have the same approach that everyone else has had, you know, <laughs> right. triple team right. back Edie and there's somebody else to beat you. So uh, that, that ought to be a heck of a game Monday night at Mackey. Speaking of games, how about we talk about tomorrow afternoon, Boilers hosting Minnesota up at ross Age Stadium in a, an important football game for the Boilers. Well, important just to start building momentum towards next season. Right. Purdue is two and seven. Uh, you know, can't make a bowl now. But there are so many young guys on this team with a young coaching staff. And this season, everyone knew going in it was going to be a feeling out process. And just a matter of can you take some baby steps in year one under Ryan Walters? Right now, uh, I, it would be hard to argue that they're taking baby steps in the right direction at two and seven. But if you can finish off, you know, with 
winning two of your last three or three of your last three, then you do really feel like you're pushing the momentum in the right direction as you head into the off season. So there is a lot to play for, certainly, um, especially for the guys on the offensive side of the football. Purdue has just not been very good in the last three weeks on offense. Hudson Card has not even thrown for 150 yards right. in any right. of the last three games. So just need to get better offensively, find some consistency. The good news for Purdue, a number of the players that are playing significant roles this season are underclassmen. So a number of these guys are coming back next year. So just try to start building some momentum, get these guys feeling good about themselves, and put them in a position where when they hit mm-hmm. the offseason, you know, they understand, hey, we can get better. We can win some games next year. Uh, but the, but that process has to start now. Really, the, the 2024 season, Bob, for all intents and purposes, it starts right. tomorrow against Minnesota. Uh, and, and that's all you're trying to do. Just get better for next season. A, that's a great point because, quite frankly, if they haven't been given this speech, they, they can figure it out. You're auditioning for, for a spot next year. <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. how you conduct yourself Absolutely. in these next few days will determine whether you're with us next year. And that's a motivator. Yeah. It, and how hard are you going to play? And are you going to lay it on the line, even though you know there's no postseason right. ramifications? Right. Um, yes, you're right. Every single player, you put it very well. I can tell you coached a long time because it is now, it's audition time. You are auditioning for your position coach and for the head coach <laughs> and the coordinator yeah. about right. whether or not you're going to have a spot next season. Uh, because they're, as we have found out in the transfer portal in modern college football. <laughs> right. They, right. they can always go find somebody to take your place. So this it's audition time now. Yeah, you know, and, and that's the that's the nature of the game nowadays. Is that yeah, you can tell them about their auditioning. They are also smart enough to know how to get on the portal, get in the portal. Um, so <laughs> yeah, um, yeah it, it's uh, it's a it's a brand new world out there in some respects. But we'll find out. Purdue hosting. Minnesota tomorrow three thirty. Rob, thanks for calling me tonight. I'll look forward to talking to you again. I spend more time on the weekends talking to you than I do my wife, and uh, I'm I'm okay with that, and she's okay with that too. So I'll look forward to talking to you tomorrow night. Thanks for calling me. Okay, Bob. Thanks. Talk to you tomorrow night. Thank you. Thanks very much, Rob Blackman. Doing some work now, you know, you know, working on the uh, pretty network for the big basketball win over. Moorhead State, turn around, early start tomorrow, so to speak, for him on the football. Top of the hour scoreboard update, Eddie Garrison going to tell you what's going on regional-wise. We have some champions to talk about. That's coming up on Indiana Sports Talk. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.